Check, check, one, two, one, two. Live. What's up, world? Jonathan Wiseman here with The Grit, and this is where we interview local entrepreneurs to get the grit, the grind, the grimy one, want to hear all about that shit. Uh, today, I have a special guest who's in town from Topeka. Topeka. Topeka, yeah. Kansas. I have Trevor Burdett in the house. And uh, he's actually here. Y'all seen him before on one of my shows. He is the owner of Sacred Leaf. We'll get into some of those details. Co-hosting today, uh, he's on the show because he's actually the dope smoker in the family. And uh, so I've got right here G. Miles. What's up? Mr. Grant on the show. It's nice to be the co-host. I'm usually the host, so it's nice to be the co-host. Yeah, well, you know, you're actually going to probably end up having more questions than I am for today. Yeah. So we're about to get into the grid of it. Going to find out a little bit, uh, one, what he's doing in town, because he's got 20 stores here locally. And y'all are growing, growing fast. Big time. Since the last time we saw you. Got a lot of questions about CBD. Get into the business side of it. Go watch the other uh, podcast with Trevor to, to learn more about how we got into it. And uh, But when he comes in town, I'm bringing him on the show. That's how we're getting down. So let's get it started. Grant, I know you had a couple questions. First, actually, this is, I used to smoke cigarettes. Yeah. And I smoke vapes occasionally when I, the Juul. Yeah, yeah. When, when I, I drink and we're having a couple of drinks. I don't have go. a Juul here with me. Um, but what is this? This is pretty so, fucking cool. Yeah, so this is uh, the pins, the the Caliwell. It's like the new Juul. So it's still a pod system. Um, we've got this in some of our stores. But what we're doing is um, getting ready to introduce our new vape line. So we've partnered with a company that me and a buddy made. And typically Sacred Leaf, you know, we're we're mainly focusing on the all-natural, the, the organic, um, basically focus on the CBD side. Well, my CBD is great. I know that. A lot of people know that. The one problem that we have is on our on our stuff when, when we vape it because our, our tinctures can be vaped. They're made. I'm gonna stop you right there. Yeah. What is a tincture? So a tincture is going to be. It's what most people know of as CBD oil. So those little bottles they can either put it under their tongue. Um, you know, ours you can mix it in with a drink. You can put it under your tongue or you can vape it. What is the best way to consume CBD? Honestly, I know you're going to tell me, oh, anyway, it works. But what's the yeah. legit best way to consume it? So to be honest, it, it really depends on the carrier, whatever it is mixed in with in the bottle. So most of the oils that you see out there, the ones you see at like um, HEB and, and CVS and all of those, they're made with an MCT oil, which MCT oil is great. I mean, it's good for you. The problem is, is your body has a hard time breaking it down. So when you use the tincture underneath your tongue, you have to hold it there for an extended period of time, a minute, two minutes. And most of the time, it, I mean, it tastes like oil. It just tastes like nobody likes it. So you have to hold it there for so long for your body to break it down. And when you absorb it, you're only getting about 15 to 20%. Nobody wants to get, you know, 15 cents on the dollar. And this is the stuff that you're talking about that they have in the retail stores. Yes, yes. Okay. And, and that's the, the MCT carrier oil. Okay, so when it's carried through MCT. Correct, correct. So, so what we've done is we've done things a little bit differently. Most, most of the companies out there, Charlotte's Web, um, Bluebird, the, the big ones that you see nationwide, they use an MCT oil. We've used vegetable glycerin, which vegetable, vegetable glycerin is still all natural. Um, you find it in a lot of vape juice. Um, adds a little bit of a sweetness taste to it. Um, but the nice thing about it is your body uses it like a simple sugar. So it breaks it down. So even when you swallow it, your body's still breaking it down, absorbing that CBD. 
So I tell everyone there's, there's two things in every cell of your body. You've got water and you've got oxygen. So when you vape it or when you mix it in with a beverage, those are going to be the two best ways to get it in your body. Gotcha. Why do they put MCT in there? So CBD oil itself, when it's in its raw format, is an oil. So mixing an oil with an oil is really simple. You don't have to use any sort of um, emulsifiers or anything like that to cause it to blend. Okay. So that's, that's typically why they've done it. Um, plus if you look, uh, you know, plant-based oils are, they're very healthy for you. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's really one of those things that it's been done that way for so long that that's what most of the customers kind of expect. So it's, it's, it's just the status quo. Okay. Um, but you're finding more and more, you know, since vaping has become extremely popular, you're finding more and more vape juice, you're finding more and more edibles, more and more topicals. Um, you know, they've got it in chewing gum and things like that nowadays. So they're kind of breaking out of that mold and just finding better ways to implement it into the body. Okay. All right. And, and for those that are kind of like me that don't really know just to refresh, you're kind of familiar already, Johnny, with it, but your company's sacred leaf, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And obviously we started this off by the CV CBD conversation. W what is sacred leaf? What do you guys do? So sacred leaf, uh, is a company I started about three years ago in Kansas. Um, we basically started in the retail business of CBD. Okay. And I, I originally started with another company selling CBD and I noticed there was an issue with consistency. There was an issue with the product. I had people failing drug tests, which just like down here in Texas, you know, we've got a lot of people that don't want to do that. Kansas is 10 times more strict than Texas is when it comes to the laws. Mm. So I needed to make sure that what I was selling was legit, that I had proof that it was legit. So when I started with that company about six months in, I noticed, I, I noticed these problems. And at that point in time, I, I reached back to the company. I said, listen, we need to either clean some stuff. I'm more than happy to help. Unfortunately, they didn't want to do that. They didn't want to change their ways. They, they thought they were golden. So I went out and created my method. I went out and I purchased, I purchased a lab in Colorado. With that lab came 1,200 acres of hemp. I, I basically turned into what I like to call the hemp pimp and went out <laughs> like and got it going. And, and so with I, that- I wear one of those shirts. Yeah, <laughs> for real. That's good. I like um, that. So, so with that, I completely transformed my business from what it was before to Sacred Leaf. And- it's, it's proven to be an amazing model. You know, I started off, I had two, my two retail stores in Kansas about eight months later, I opened up the one in Katy over off West green. And since opening that store, we've gone from about six locations to now 50 locations across the United States in under a year. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the warehouse side of it, you know, the distribution, I've gone from a 500 square foot room to about six months ago, I purchased a 6,000 square foot building. Did you see the rise when you started all this and the CBD and the hemp uh, acceptance or did you just like, this is a product that you like and enjoyed the, and then you just happened to get in on the right time? So to be honest, uh, I kind of got convinced to get into the business. Um, oh, okay. I was, I'm kind of a entrepreneur myself. I, yeah. I own I own uh, rental pro Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't tell. <laughs> I, I used to own an apartment complex. I had my own uh, consulting business, um, did IT. That's my background is IT. So I'm, I'm a computer nerd. But I, a friend of mine opened up a vape shop in Topeka, and I went to go visit him one day just to you know cheer him on. And the very first CBD store I've ever seen opened up two doors down. Okay. And I just saw, I mean, it was like a, a wheelhouse. People were just going in and out, in and out, in and out. And I went over to talk to the guy. 
um, who ran the store. It, I, I knew him through acquaintances. He was just telling me about the business. Of course, he was just a money man. He's like, man, I'm crushing it. And while that's great as an entrepreneur, obviously you're always looking for that. I ran into my old babysitter. She was in there and she recognized <laughs> me, which I, I had no clue who she was when I first I've met I've heard her. this story. Yeah. Oh, you've heard yeah, it already? Yeah. Well, let okay. me, you want a beer while you're in here? Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to grab a yeah. beer. You want this or Modelo? I'll take, yeah. Cool. Y'all go ahead. So I, I ran I ran into her and I knew she had some health problems. She she probably recognized me because she's friends with my mom on Facebook or something like that. But, okay. but I've kind of heard the story. She actually had cancer about three or four times. Um, mm. First time she did surgery and she thought she nipped it. Um, second time she went in through chemo. Um, when it came back a third time, she basically was like, you know, obviously I pissed somebody off in the past. I'm, I'm destined to just have cancer. Yeah. And so she kind of gave up and her family really forced her to look at alternative options. They, okay. uh, they ended up going down to, uh, they went down to Arizona and they sat in a smoke tent and then they sat there and smoked peyote with some, oh, okay. yeah, they did the sweat lodge. They did the whole thing. Wow. And when she noticed when she was in the smoke tent, she started feeling a little bit better and awesome. she was talking to the guy who was hosting it and he was like, you know, you really need to look into marijuana, need to look into cannabis or, or something. Right. Well, her family's in Kansas. She can't do that. Yeah. So she came back and started looking into it and she was like, I really think this CBD would work. And when I ran into her there at the store, that this was, this was six months after a doctor told her she had about eight, she had about, um, uh, eight to 10 months to live. She went, was already in remission two months after starting the CBD oil. And to this day, here I am three years later, wow. she's still kicking. She's That's been awesome. in remission the whole time. And all she does is she's like, I take it. She's like, I don't care. Even if it's not what did it. I feel it's what did it and I'll never stop taking it. Well, and, that, and that's what I think a lot of people, um, at least I do is you start to wonder, is it a mental thing yeah. or is it actually the product? What, what are your, we get that all the time. You know, people will come in and we'll, we don't really joke around about it, but we kind of, the, the customers really crack a joke about it. They're like, Oh, I'm going to put this lotion on and in five minutes I'm going to feel better. And we're like, well, give it a shot. Yeah. You know, and, and we don't, we don't BS our customers. If, if you come into one of our stores, we'll give you samples. We'll let you try everything in the store before you buy it. Yeah. Because we know that if you try it and you're seriously in pain and if you feel that relief, it's, it's sold. Well, I, and I guess that's the thing. If, if, it, if it is, then I guess, Technically, the product works. Of course. Do you know what I mean? And, so. and even if it's mental, even if it's mental, the fact that, you know, there's people that spend thousands of dollars a month on prescription meds and get no relief. Right. Or they're constantly going in for, you know, steroid shots or they're going in for, you know, shots for cortisone shots and things like that. And they're doing it over and over and over again and getting no relief. The fact that they can maybe buy something for, you know, $100, $150 that's going to last them, you know, a month to, to three months and they're going to get the relief, you know, why wouldn't you buy that? That's a great story. That's yeah. a great story. I, I didn't know. And so no, that's, that's why I'm glad you're here. And a lot of our viewers don't know either. They didn't see the first one. So, but tell me about your product you got here. What's what, what did you just hit up right there, Johnny? What I, was this? It's, I was, which uh, flavor was that? Do you know? No. That might've been strawberry, mm -mm. sherbet, like a sherbet ice cream. And that's just the C I don't know. Let me try it. Let, oh, me, see, probably, let me see yeah, this. Probably the sherbet ice cream. That's you can tell by the smell also. Oh no, this is sherbet. That's that's gonna be a that's gonna be a strawberry milkshake. 
Mm. I do like strawberry milkshakes. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. I got the cinnamon roll. That's the one I like. The cinnamon roll. And so and it's it's uh, it's straight CBD. I so, mean, because I know there's no nicotine, so I can't fill it. Yeah, yeah. There's, so. there's no nicotine, no tobacco. So so what we've done is, you know, we've got the CBD side of it cornered. We got it in everything from lotions. We've got it in, um, you know, pain creams. We have gummies, which which I brought some for you guys if you want a snack. We've got we've got some little vape cartridges and things like that, but we're we get more and more customers coming in looking for other stuff and you know most people are used to the bigger bottle of vape juice they want specific vape juice not necessarily our tinctures and these are a little bit different because they do have they do have um, something in there called propylene glycol which amplifies the flavor in vape juice that's why if you vape our tinctures they're made with essential oils and essential oils have a very low burning point so that strawberry oil, that lemon oil, it burns off and it has next to no taste. Some people like it. It's a clean taste, but these are going to give us the ability to get what the people who vape all the time, they're going to want that. They're going to want that snickerdoodle or, or cherry. The or, different flavors. Yeah, they're going to get those different flavors. And so that's what we're creating. We've also, um, the same group has a, uh, a product called Kratom, which, um, I'm not 100% sure uh, if you guys are familiar with it, but it's it's it's, a ner- it's an herb that's grown in China. It's actually like the root of an evergreen tree, and it's been used in Chinese medicine for centuries. And some of them can provide pain relief. Some of them can provide um, help with sleep or energy or a euphoric feeling. So we're going to look at starting incorporating other natural supplements in with That'd our products. Dope. Yeah. That'd be real cool. So the, the the biggest problem we have right now is, and well, the one thing I've seen is a lot of people are trying to jump on the CBD movement, but you're one of the few that I've met that is, you know, passionate about what you do, passionate about fixing ailments and, you know, trying different medicinal uh, options without getting, you know, uh, natural medicinal options yeah. instead of, you know, just like you were talking about the other dude got into it for the money. It's one of the things I've noticed about you. It's not about the money. You're, you know, I, I heard you when I was at one of your conventions where you were talking about waiting for a ride because you didn't want to spend the extra 40 bucks on Uber. <laughs> and I'm thinking in my head, this dude's got 50 stores nationwide and he's talking about saving 40 or 50 bucks on Uber. <laughs> and you know, that alone just, you know, because yeah. most dudes are in it for the money and they're yeah. flossing and, you know, trying to floss. And I respected that when I heard that, believe it or not. I didn't say anything to yeah. you, but in the back of my head, I'm like, this dude is being cautious about what he's doing and, and he's passionate about his shit. This this business, while it's a blessing, it's also kind of scary, you know, because, I mean, we, we were talking beforehand, you know, the problems I'm having with my website. Um we've got everybody looking right down the corner, looking down the targets for us, you know, whether it's the FDA, um, coming after us for, for someone on our Facebook page, making a claim or, or, or something like that, we can get shut down for that. Um, I've gone through about 15 different credit card providers because even though what I'm doing is a hundred percent legal in all the States that we're in, the banks see me as a drug dealer. I mean, I, I'm probably when it comes to first data, who is the biggest credit card processor. I'm like, I'm like the Enemy cartel. Yeah, one. I'm like the cartel to them. I yeah. mean, it's it's insane. 
So we've always, we, we're always trying to do right by our customers and making sure that we're following every single guideline, every single rule. Um, you know, Texas just passed a new law that they're going to start certifying everybody selling CBD. And I've been talking to the Department of Health and Food Safety and every requirement they're going to ask for, I've been doing for eight months. I mean, the, the QR codes to take you to the lab reports, you know, the, the being able to search for them on the website, all of that stuff, the natural ingredients. We make sure that before we even bring it to the shelf that we're making sure that we're doing everything correctly. Yeah. Well, and I've seen that from the back end because yeah. we do build your websites. We do help mm-hmm. with the marketing yeah. and I've inputted all of those QR codes and <laughs> all of the data sheets and spec sheets and all that shit. Yeah. So I get it. A lot of and, work. <laughs> you know, that's the other thing too is it, it's, it's expensive. You know, it's, uh, I think it's okay to say that, you know, the, the most recent provider for websites just shuts you down again. Mm-hmm. And now we're having to maneuver our way around that obstacle. And one, it's cutting people off who are used to going to your website every day buying. Of course. So yeah. it's cutting off their supply. And this isn't, you know, a heroin supply we're talking about. It's people with true ailments trying to, you know, keep them cured or fixed yeah. or just to be comfortable. Um, it's costing you tens of thousands of dollars, which I'm happy about. Of course. Uh, appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, they, they can keep shutting you down all day yeah. long. I'm, I'm good with that. You good with that, Hector? <laughs> Shit, I'll make some money off of it. Um, <laughs> I'll take care of you. Don't worry. Pay for the next audio. So, uh, <laughs> go beat up those rims all you want. Yeah, right. Thank you. Um, but it, it's, you know, it's costly for you. It, it's a pain in the ass. And you know, it, it, it's the grind and that part of being a business entrepreneur and doing what you want to do and what you love and you're doing it for a real reason. There's passion behind it. It's not just about the money because actually you're end up spending more money than you're making. And I've seen that happen over the last year of us doing business together where I've seen you go into the negative several times because you really do care about your customers and, and the business and the brand. Yeah. I mean, we, I actually was doing interviews today at one of my stores. That's one of the reasons I was down here. And I tell all of my, my staff when we're doing an interview is that I'll take care of you guys no matter what. I, I give my staff bonuses. I give them, you know, as, as I give them great pay. I, I, m- I make sure they're taken care of. But the one thing that's different about the way I, I mean with my staff is when I look at the past, multiple of my managers have gone off to open up their own stores. And outside of sacred leaf, no, no, they've opened up sac- outside of my sacred leaf. They've opened up their own sacred okay, leaf stores. Gotcha. And a lot of that was done on my dime, you know, because I believe in not only what they're doing, I believe in the business and I know that they'll crush it. You know, we have people that have opened up our stores that I've got a sing- I've got a, a single mother of two gray gal. I helped her open up the store in Manhattan, Kansas. She's now got a store out in Midland and that Midland store second month did like over $70,000 in sales. And so, you know, it's being able to talk to her and, and, you know, when she's doing like, you know, disbursements and stuff, she's like, I've never, I've never been able to say I've had this much money in my bank account. It's great to be able to change people's lives like that. I mean, it's, it's a great business, but on the flip side, you know, for the store owners, we've got people, every reason, every single store owner is in this for a reason. Yeah. And, they've seen their life or they've seen one of their family members' lives be changed by this product. Well, and I'll say that and give you some information. I know you got a question, so I'll make it quick, but 
I went to, and I don't know what it was, some type of convention. What was it called a year ago, last year? Yes. uh, I was just meeting with all the store owners trying to do some marketing stuff. It was when we first met, and he had 20 store owners here locally, met, talked to them. And I actually got to meet, you know, I didn't know much about the CBD. I thought I was walking into a bunch of potheads, really. A bunch of hippies and potheads is what I envisioned. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'll go talk to these guys about marketing and building them a website. Why not? Because my brother's in the business in Colorado. <clears throat> so I had some insight on it. And I get there, and I'm meeting people, and most of them are older than younger. And talking to them, and every single one of them had a special story of why they got in the business, how they got in the business, why they're passionate about it, what this is doing, how many people they've seen it cure, you know, of ailments and cancers and shit that they couldn't get rid of. Mm-hmm. It, it completely changed uh, that meeting. And thank you for that. It changed everything about what I had thought I knew about CBD in the industry. Mm-hmm. And, and it completely changed me. It's funny how people, when you have a perception about a particular product, and especially when it comes to CBD, how it's people when they hear the words, the CBD, I mean, your first, like he did, your first thought is a bunch of potheads. Yep. Yep. And the legitimacy, which you've talked about as far as struggling for, to legitimize the business so that people get away from that, um, why do you think that? Because it seems like it's getting better. It seems like it's getting yeah. better. But but why do you think it is that you still have these issues of people that are having those reservations? Well, what you you know, it's basically what I started with in, in Kansas. So in Kansas, the definition of there was really no definition of CBD when I started. Mm-hmm. CBD actually technically wasn't even really a legal product when I started. Mm-hmm. It because I was fighting for the fact that it wasn't marijuana or Mm. cannabis and I was pushing for the fact that it was hemp, I thought I was in the right. Um, I found out later that there was a couple, um, couple district attorneys that thought otherwise they didn't come after me, but they went after other stores. And so during the next legislative session, I worked with a couple senators and we were able to write a law that excluded hemp from being part of the definition of marijuana. Okay. So by doing that, it made what I was doing legal in Kansas. Mm-hmm. Now, last year in December, Trump signed the uh, the farm bill, and the farm bill was supposed to legitimize and legalize everything we're doing, making hemp legal, making CBD legal, all of it. The problem is, a CBD was never actually mentioned in the bill, and all it really did was it gave the FDA the ability to come in and say, oh, it's a dietary supplement, now I'm in charge. Uh. So what we're looking at is the FDA, because um, Epidiolex, which is the only drug to be actually legalized um, through the FDA, it is a, a CBD type of drug to help kids with uh, epilepsy. Because Epidiolex is legal and it's an actual prescription, there, the FDA has laws that states if if the main ingredient in a prescription is used anywhere else, it also has to be classified as a drug or a prescription, and technically CBD is considered their main ingredient. Mm. So we're running into that problem, and then of course, banks just like you know from the Colorado business, they don't they don't touch anything cannabis or hemp related. They're trying to pass the Safe Banking Act. Which the part that I don't understand pushing. though yeah. is 
every store I walk into now has a CBD product on the shelf by the register. That's the crazy thing. You've got. It, I, I was in, in Target. Yeah. I've been in CVS. I've been in all these stores, and they got some bullshit lip balm with CBD in it. Mm-hmm. How are they able to get by? You're looking at the percentage of their credit card sales. You know, if 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 I was selling clothing and shoes and and kids' toys and CBD, CBD's maybe five percent. So they're squeezing by. Well, yeah, with them, CBD's yeah. less than half exactly. a percent. Well, yeah. and I would assume, and this is all assumption, but based on the fact that you're in a big box store like that, you're a big company, and you got clout. You got clout, whereas you would be kind of viewed for lack of a better word, as a drug dealer. Exactly. You know, it's it's funny because you mentioned all these other stores. CVS just, um, th- when they... They said, quit selling cigarettes, but now they're selling CBD. <laughs> that is funny. But but when they when they pushed out their CBD brand, they stuck with one brand, and it was Cureleaf. And Cureleaf, if you look it up, just got hit by the FDA with like 76 violations. Damn. Yeah, so now CVS is going back, and they're kicking themselves for putting all their eggs in one basket. You know... It, on, on our end, it's easy for us to say we're not scared because I'm involved in every aspect of it from the growing all the way to selling it in the stores. You do it all in-house. Yeah, yeah, we do it all in-house. So we don't have to worry about making sure that our marketing team that's outsourced at such or and such growers are doing it the right yeah. way. Yeah, we, I mean, we don't have to worry about all that stuff. We don't have to worry about, you know, false claims. You know, once you go into those big, big box stores, CVS will go around and say, hey, this will cure your insomnia. Well, as soon as CVS says that, it's going to make me look bad. Mm. So that's why we try to control it all in-house, even all the way to the retail side. So are you a wholesaler or a retailer? I'm both, actually. Okay. He's everything. Manufacturer, okay. distributor, wholesaler. Okay. All right. Retailer. Going out in October for harvest. Smoker. Uh, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> but everything. Hey, we need to go check out the fields. Where is that? Colorado. Yeah, so... Uh, Where at? So about south uh, southeast from Denver Airport. Are you from Kansas originally? I am from Kansas. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. You kind of have that little northern up Midwest kind of. Like country boy. Yeah. <laughs> accent. So. We're fucking Texas. How <laughs> Well, I mean, you can, like, the way you say Colorado, like, you just, you can. You we say Colorado. <laughs> not, not that bad. Okay. But, but yeah. Have you heard Hector talk? <laughs> See, he doesn't talk. That's why I say we, he's got to have a microphone. So. Yeah. It, it's funny about FDA. Um, I'm sure if you wanted to take the mic off, you can give me your opinion of the FDA. But it, it's I, I always joke about, or I find it ironic what they find, what they find as far as medicine goes, okay, yeah, and what they find not okay. Well, some of the side effects. It's of, very hypocritical, oh, in it, my opinion. It, it's horribly hypocritical because the only reason epidiolex is legal is because someone put a lot of money into it. Sure. And when you look at the side effects of Epidiolex, um, it, it causes nausea, vomiting, headaches. We've got people that come into our stores and say, hey, I've got nausea, I get vomiting, I got headaches. Well, it works. CBD works. So why? So what, what are they, I mean, what is else is in there? That's, that's the problem is right. if, if it was a true pure product and it wasn't, you know, we, we use the term pharmaceutical grade and I hate using that term because I hate the pharmaceutical industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got a stigma to it. So when we say it's pharmaceutical grade, we say it's pure. Well, you would think that whatever they're using is supposed to be pure, but it's causing side effects that we help people with on a daily basis. And I'll speak for myself. I'm not speaking for you, but that's what's funny because in my opinion, pharmacies in a lot of ways are drug dealers. 
Yeah, absolutely. They're the biggest ones. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, the and biggest in the world. That that's what's that's what's hysterical to and me. The go- Ironically, it, hysterical. The government pushes it, so the government's the biggest dope dealers. The government actually has a patent on CBD. Most people don't know this. There's a <laughs> there's a patent out there. They they've they've had it since like the 70s or something. So it's called the Gravaldi patent. It actually says that they know that cannab- cannabinoids can work as a neuroprotectant, and they've had that patent for years. But yet they're out there shutting stores like mine down left and right because all we're doing is helping push their patent out there. Yeah, exposing. It's crazy. How natural, I know you're talking about the the natural uh, elements of your product. Mm -hmm. How natural is it? Like when you're talking about the, anyway, how natural is it? Yeah, because when you see, when you go to the grocery store and stuff says it's organic. Mm Mm-hmm. Or natural. Yeah. It's like, well, if it passes a FDA test and it's, you know, only got 10% pesticides in it, we're going to go ahead and approve it to be in our organic line. Yeah. yeah. So what makes something truly or sacredly really natural versus none? So the the biggest thing that... Is that what you were asking? Well, yeah. I just, I'll give an example. Like my wife. Yeah. My wife is a big natural person. She, like she wants to know... She's gluten free, you know. She's all that fun stuff. So it's it's all very much what's in this. She's a researcher. She's always into like knowing what's out there, and so she's just really big on natural stuff. And she calls BS on a lot of things that are quote unquote natural mm-hmm. because of the the products that they have sure. in there. And so I'm just for somebody like my wife who likes CBD and what it does for them she's researching and looking at ingredients and so how natural is this stuff well you're you're from colorado you're you you were in this business correct well no different brother different brother okay Okay, my bad yeah so brother from another mother there you go okay so when you when you look at what they're doing in the cannabis business in the cannabis space where they're making sure that they're putting certain you know certain amount of of uh certain amount of ingredients in the actual soil i love sorry to interrupt I love seeing the smoke, the smoke just come out. out all over the <laughs> camera. Start blowing rings like, back and forth. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's fucking amazing. I love it. <laughs> uh, so, so most people, I mean, even though we joke around about the term weed, you know, hemp actually is a weed. I mean, yeah. it it was used back in the day. They they threw it along the train tracks to make sure that it wouldn't erode the soil because the roots are so strong. So, what what you got to realize with hemp is it pulls everything out of the soil. They're growing it in Chernobyl to try to to try to clean up all the the nuclear fallout from there. They'll grow it, um, and and this is what's going to be great for Texas is all the farmers if they get the ability to grow it. Yes, if they can grow it between you know corn and wheat or whatever they're growing, it will clean the soil, and that'll be some of the best damn corn you ever had. Yes, you know, so they're doing that in Kansas right now. So where the soil is coming from and and what's in the soil that is really the biggest thing when it comes to hemp. Absolutely. So we've been growing hemp on our fields for over 12 years and we're fully organic. I can show you videos and pictures and most people freak out because they're like, oh, there's a bunch of weeds in the, in the, in the fields. Well, you want to see weeds. If you don't see weeds and obviously someone's using some sort of herbicide or something to clean up the fields. Mm -hmm. So we've got organic farms that nothing touches the soil out there unless it's one of our employees or after harvest, we do do something cool where where we allow, we have a, a nonprofit that they use the center stock and they actually use it to make clothing. So they'll go out there and cut down the center stocks for us while we take all the flour and all the rest of the biomass. But nothing else touches the fields other than that. Um, then our lab, which it's got all, it's got probably about a 
112 different certifications, some on the hardware, some on the, um, on the actual, you know, the, the, the different machinery. Um, all of that is regulated by the Colorado Department of Agriculture. And so we, inside their hemp program, we've actually helped create some of the regulations. We've, we hired, you know, when we got in this business, we knew we wanted to have the best of the best. And what's better than the person who worked for the Colorado Department of Agriculture trying to make all the regulations for weed and hemp? Oh, we hired, Yeah, we hired her to be part of our team. Wow, that's good. So she's helping to make sure that we've got all the right requirements on our hardware, the right requirements on our lab, the right training, all of that stuff. So we have equipment that's, you know, to, that's making our, our edibles, that's kosher, vegan, all of that stuff. Um, all of our ingredients that we bring in, like I said, vegetable, glycerin, it's all natural, or organic. Even our flavorings, you know, we don't have, you know, we don't have flavorings like cotton candy and, and things like that because we use natural food grade organic essential oils. So when you get our lemon tincture and you put it in a beverage, it tastes like you put a wedge of lemon in there because it's going to taste like real lemon. Mm. It's not candied lemon. So when most of our bottles, you know, most of these only have three ingredients in the whole thing. Okay. You've got the, the, the vegetable glycerin the CBD and then the essential oil. Mm -hmm. And so we can't get more pure than that, except for just giving you straight CBD, which no one's going to use cause it's, it, it's bitter as heck. Um, you know, even, even the tinctures you see out there, they're cut with MCT oil. So, so the, the raw distillate, we have that in some of our cartridges because you use specific hardware to actually ingest it. But to get it into something that you can eat, drink, this is the best way. You so can like that lemon right there. Let me see yeah. what you're dealing with as far as your ingredients on this. Your ingredients are... So that's the best way to consume it. Yeah. So 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 we've got... So what we've got on there. So we've got the CBD. Mm -hmm. So um, in order to get it to blend, we put a little bit of MCT oil in there. Okay. Very small amount just to allow the CBD to actually come into a liquid. You have your... Um, you have your emulsifier, which blends the oil with the vegetable glycerin because oil and water don't mix. Right, sure. So we use a natural emulsifier that blends it with the vegetable glycerin and you have your all natural flavoring. What is the carrier oil? So the, the carrier oil is just a term. So okay. yeah, MCT or vegetable glycerin, any of those will be your carrier. Okay, so I got you. M yeah, MCT, when you use it as a carrier oil instead of like a, a just a regular MCT oil that people would use for like topical lotions or things like that, having the term carrier oil means it's actually ingestible. Okay. So. Where's that other bag of goodies I saw? Oh. You got a whole bag of stuff down there. I had some of the... Uh, what is that? Oh, yeah. Your gummies. My favorite gummies. Oh, okay. So and when we were building this website, I had like 300 of his products at my house. <laughs> <laughs> I brought back everything but all the gummies. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Okay, good. So a perfect example and a question I have, you know, with the gummies as far as eating a couple of them. Like, yeah. how do you know how many to eat? Does it really, truly do anything for you versus smoking this or dropping that under my tongue? Well, you know, just like with the cannabis business, there's different strokes for different folks. You know, you've got people that like me, I, I can't, I can't smoke the herb. I, I can't even, even our flower. I just, I can vape, but it's something about the actual smoke. It just bothers my throat. And what I want to say, flower is basically the bud, but it's CBD instead of marijuana. Correct. Correct. Cause I did take some of that and I smoked some of that cause mm -hmm. I just wanted to see what it tasted like yeah. and what it did. Yeah. And it actually smelt and tasted somewhat like marijuana, but it yeah. didn't get y'all. Jacked yeah, up. true. Yeah, true. I mean, you got to realize 
you know, true hemp flower, when you look at a hemp plant next to a cannabis plant, you most can't people tell can't the tell the difference. Sure. You know, they're, they're like twins, except for, you know, one's hated by the government, the other one's slowly getting okay by the government. <laughs> I mean, that's the easiest way to do it. But, yeah. but um, you know, hemp is grown with naturally high CBD content, very low THC. And you got the opposite. So you've got the yin and the yang. Mm-hmm. So when you've got, I mean, they taste, they taste and smell the same. There's actually similar strains, you know, that are going to have similar effects because of the terpenes that are in the plant, which terpenes are like the, I use the term, it's almost like the aromatherapy of the weed world. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have some that are going to make you sleepy. You're going to have some that are going to make you happy and relaxed and things like that. So, so they're going to taste and, and smell and, and smoke the same. So learning from you and your crew and your team and your stores, the benefits of CBD. If I want to kind of be proactive and preventative and start doing something to, you know, instead of being reactive and have a health issue and then be like, Oh shit, I want to start doing CBD. Yeah. What would you suggest that I do now to be preventative or be proactive and protecting myself or getting on to something? Well, the easiest way is to figure out something that's not going to, you know, most people don't like making changes. You know, that's why, that's why most diets are, are, are dropped within a month because people don't like making a change to their food or, or something like that. So, so if you, if you snack, I mean, if you regularly, you know, snack on something, you know, a gummy is going to be an easy, easy change. Um, if you're a drinker, whether it's, you know, alcohol or, or soda or water or whatever, using our tincture and putting it in with your beverage is going to be an easy change. If you smoke, vaping is going to be an easy option. Gotcha. So if you can incorporate into your daily life, that's why we've got so many options. Yeah, we've got so many. I mean, we've got face lotions and, and we're working on night creams and things like that. So that way you can just incorporate in anything. Is there a way to take too much? Because I know there's different milligrams on them. Yeah, we, we make a recommendation and it's going to be based on not only your body size, but it's also going to be based on what's going on in your life. You know, for somebody... You know, somebody like you, you're probably what, you know, 110 pounds wet because you're five foot one um, compared to somebody like me, you know, that's big and bulky, you know, um, you know, we're going to need different, different amounts. Um, but you're also going to realize that somebody that's, you know, maybe 150, 160 pounds that also is like stage three, stage four cancer, they're going to need a lot more. Their body's going through a lot of turmoil. So it's based on, you know, what we do is we start off with one milligram for every 10 pounds of body weight is a regular daily dose. So if you weigh 150, you're looking about 15 milligrams a day. And that's going to be your preventative method there. Um, you may... What if you eat twice it or consume twice it? So certain people have different effects. I mean, I, my five-year-old daughter, she loved these gummies. I left her alone with a bag one time. She ate 250 milligrams. She slept like crazy that night. Woke up, she was fine. You know, worst case scenario, CBD does help with digestion. So you might have be some, in the restroom. Yeah, you might have some fast digestion. Hector, That's you want to try it? I'm okay. No, baby. Man, you're disappointing. <laughs> I'm I thought disappointed I was throw you a bag of gummies. Yeah, man. we'll just party without them. Yeah, you're no fun, dude. We're about to snort some gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> Line it out. There you go. <laughs> well, so with a gummy like that. Um, on those first ingredients, corn syrup. Some t- some people trip out when they Correct. eat corn syrup. Yeah. So, so we've got. I'm tri- So let's say I'm somebody that trips out, and I'm like, oh my gosh, th- this has corn syrup. Correct. So so that's going to be what we call more of our fun gummies. We have other gummies as well that are going to be, um, you know, made with like monk fruit for sweetener, 
that's good. We have some sugar-free options. Um, we've, we've tried to incorporate a lot. The, the, the biggest problem we run into is sometimes when you're dealing with trying to incorporate an oil or, or our product in with an edible, like a gummy or something like that, it, it changes the molecular structure. Right. So we have chocolate, you know, we have coffee, um, we have other, we've, we've got, um, was it yogurt pretzels and, and things like that. We've got a whole mess of different ways that you can ingest it that way. So coffee is in like coffee beans. Yeah. Yeah. So, so y'all have a coffee bean CBD. Really? Yeah. We got four of them actually. That'd be cool. Yeah. I, I, well, I just know about it just because I'm a, well, first off on his music, I'm a Willie Nelson fan, Okay. but I also know Willie Nelson is like, if you have, to, if you have a spokesperson, I guess for the hemp and weed lobby like mm-hmm. Willie Nelson would be like leading the charge. Of course, of course. So I know he has Willie's Reserve, yeah. which is a lot of product, and I'm not trying to, pr- I'm, I'm not trying to promote I, anybody else's product. I know product, there's competition out there. Don't worry. But I, I just, I, and I know that's what I've seen his product. I know he does the the coffee bean CBD coffee bean. So you guys do that. Yeah. So so we've got four different flavors. Um, We've got like a, just a regular natural dark roast. Uh, we have like an Irish cream, you know. And so, so those are flavored beans. And the nice thing is, is so when we're roasting the beans, before we roast them, we we just soak them in our CBD mixture, and they just sit in there and just absorb it. Then we'll roast them, and then we know it's in there. And that's the nice thing about CBD is, unlike THC, if you've ever tried to make you know THC edibles or brownies, you <clears throat> don't get it too hot for yeah. too long. Yeah, once it, or twice, you it, get bur- it burns yeah. off. Yeah. And THC has a low burning point, kind of similar to uh, the essential oils. So you need to make sure that, you know, it's going to stay low, whereas the CBD, CBD itself has a very high burning point. So you can actually bake it, you can roast it, uh, like with the coffee beans, and it keeps its, you know, efficacy. That's so, cool. Yeah. It keeps its what? Efficacy. I efficacy? Kind of, efficacy. I kind of stumbled upon that when I was, when I was going through, but yeah, okay. it's, basically it's how efficient something is. So like, okay. If, yeah. Okay. Throwing some link. Well, I'm a coffee guy. I, I love coffee. Yeah. So that, that's why I was just curious about your, yeah, uh, we'll, yeah we'll get you a bag. So you just are, are having all kinds of different ways that people can consume CBD. I mean, there's not yeah. that that's what you offer people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cause like you were saying a little bit about smoke. I know my wife's that way when it comes to smoke, like she just doesn't, yeah. Like you said with yourself, you she breathes in smoke, it's it's over, she's out. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's struggle growing up in the country. Bon, bonfires, <laughs> man, I can't do it. Well, let's talk about the business side of things a little bit. Okay. Uh tell me about what it takes to if I want to start my own CBD store, I want to start a Sacred Leaf store. What do I need to do? What's it going to cost me? How can I get into the business and be a part of the Sacred Leaf family? Okay. So we've got three different ways that you can join pretty much sacred leaf um you know for the stay-at-home moms there or for the influencers that maybe have a big following we've got our affiliate side okay so we can get you a coupon code and affiliate code that you can share out our products and and make make a percentage off the sales you know that's always a great way especially you don't have to have any inventory and what is that percentage so that percentage fluctuate so that percentage is 15 percent um we uh we basically try to you know obviously with this business, we've got cost of goods, shipping. The biggest thing we have is we got a high cost of fifteen percent is a high affiliate rate. It is. I've been it doing is. affiliate programs for ten years. Yeah, and you know Amazon. Just to give the audience an idea, Amazon gives you like a two point four percent yeah commission. So fifteen percent is huge. 
Yeah, we. I mean, we try to be fair. We know that you know there's there's a value to bringing customers to us, um, but you know we've got high expenses because you know most people think credit card processing is cheap. Not for us. Not in this business. No, it's not. no, not for us. So what are the other two options? So we have the wholesale option. So if you have, um, you know, if you have your own store, you've got maybe a salon or a spa, or even we've got doctors and chiropractors that are that are selling our stuff. Um, they can they can sign up for a wholesale account, and once again, that's free. Um, we do have a minimum on the amount they What's have to purchase. What's the minimum buy-in? Minimum is a fifteen hundred dollars retail cost. Okay. And so they get about a fifty percent margin or so um, on that, and it gives them the ability to sell it in their stores. That way it's it's high enough so you know it's not somebody just trying to buy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we have we do have – I've had customers spend $700, $800 in the store, and they're like, why didn't I just sign up for wholesale? But, you know, it's it's one of those things that um, we we try to make sure that um, we're – we still limit who we sell to on the wholesale side. Sure. So we want to sure. make sure they're legitimate. So $1,500 buy-in on wholesale. Mm-hmm. And then what's the third option? So the third store? option is actually going all in, getting a store. Um we, we're not a franchise. So one thing a lot of people ask us is, you know, what's it going to cost me monthly? What are the fees? How much money are you going to take out of my pocket? Like you said before, I, I try to be extremely fair. You know, if you're going to come in and open up a store with my business name on, on the door, I'm going to be as fair as I can to you. Sure. So we do have a license fee. Um, that license fee is originally, it's, it's a $10,000 fee. That pays for all your training, pays for your marketing, pays for everything that we've built. We give you, in theory, a business in a box. Um, sure. we'll help you with setting up your, your entity, help you with finding, we've got, um, uh, an insurance guy. We've got a realtor that'll help negotiate your lease. Uh, we've got links to different credit card companies that can get you approved point of sale systems, all that stuff. So we give you all of that. And then above and beyond that fee depends on where you go. You know, if you're going to open up a store down in the Galleria, for example, we've got one down there in Rice Village, it's expensive rent. You yeah. know, you're going to pay a pretty dime to, to build out. Down but there. that's, you know, that's all based on where they decide to go and what they decide to do. So your fees, what you charge is $10,000 initiation. Correct. And then what percentage monthly or is that it? Nope. That's it. That's it. Okay, cool. And then when they buy their products, obviously they buy them from you. Correct. So that's going to be a revenue stream for you. Yeah. For yeah. You I mean, they still get, I mean, as but they get wholesale pricing, well, they get better than wholesale pricing. Okay. So, so they get, yeah. Amazing pricing. Of course. Yeah. And what are their profit margins roughly? So their profit margins on the products are anywhere from 60 to 70%, depending on which product it is. Um, And then, of course, they get added benefits. Like, for example, we give them uh, first first, uh, access to different products. So we just incorporated this product called our, our sleep and energy shots. Those are brand new. Um, so it's almost like a five hour energy, but it's got CBD infused, all natural. You said sleep and energy. Yeah. So one's asleep and one's energy. So remember you sent me some sleep ones. Yeah. So my wife slept the best she ever slept. And then you sent me some new ones. Yeah. And then she couldn't go to sleep. So, well, like I, I said, think, we, I think you sent me the wrong batch. Sleep and energy. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. So <laughs> the first time Laura's like, get as much of this shit as you can. Yeah. I had the best sleep of my life. I got another package in the mail yeah. and gave, I don't know which flavor it was, gave it to her and she had like a big day the next day and she was like, I never went to sleep. <laughs> so I guess you should read the packaging. There was no packaging because <laughs> yeah, it was in Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but we'll make sure we get to the right ones this time. <laughs> Tell her I apologize for that. Well, at <laughs> least I know that there was a stay awake one because I was like, oh man. Well, you know they both work. 
Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know they both work. Proof. Yeah. Well, I told him I was going to I'm going to be your biggest fan. <laughs> That's I'm right. your biggest testimonial. We'll do it live on camera. Yeah. And then the next time Laura's like I never went to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess you sent me the wrong bitch. Yeah. Fucker. We'll get her. We'll get her going. <laughs> so but yeah, cool. so those are the three options to get down. So if you want to get into sacred relief, and that's part of the reason why we ask the questions is this is an entrepreneur show and it's about helping aspiring entrepreneurs or give them concepts or business ideas. And as well as, you know, us on the other side of owning businesses, it, it allows us to know how to position or how to be strategic. Uh, I've got a couple of friends that have done the franchise route. I've seen some do well. I've seen others get their ass handed to them, spend more money on legal fees and getting it set up the right way than it was worth. And, you know, yeah. Uh, I've seen, I've seen it all. Yeah. So uh, I appreciate you, you know, uh, being transparent about that and, and what it can do for people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I tell everyone when I'm going through this and they talk about the franchise and the license and, and how we're doing it. I, the one thing I love about being in the position I'm in is I can change not only our customers' lives, but store owners. You know, I came from nothing. I'm a trailer park kid. You know, i I've, I live, my mom was single, struggled. You know, I was working at age 14, just trying to hustle. And I've been blessed to be able to get into this business now. And so when, when we talk about our business, you know, about how it's a $10,000 fee and you've got to pay for rent and utilities, we've got stores that have opened for 25,000. We've got stores that have spent $80,000 opening, but I've seen stores that are in that $25,000 range make 40 to 50 to $60,000 a month in sales. So $10,000 to walk into a business turnkey. I mean, that's like a consulting fee. That's not yeah. shit. Yeah. If you want to walk into a turnkey business being told how to run, these are all your resources. This is how you set everything up. This is your accountant. This is your lawyer. This is your agent. This is your everything. And by the way, I'm going to tell you the best products to carry so that you don't even have to think about it. <clears throat> 10,000 is minimal Yeah. to get into a turnkey business like that. Oh yeah. So that's what I think. Yeah. And it's and, and 50 other people so far here in the last well, year. Well, yeah, that's why you're year, at 50 yeah. stores in a year because it is such a good yeah. deal. Yeah. And I know nothing about franchising or what, what you create or why you do it. So that would be my question for you. Why, why, why not do a franchising kind of situation? Well, you know, when you're looking at a franchise, I'm the boss about every aspect of your business. Okay. I tell you what to sell, how much to sell it for. I tell you what color to paint the walls. You know who you know who uh, who's part of your business and everything. The nice thing about this is, you know, we'll you can walk into any sacred leaf store and they're going to be very similar. You're going to know you're in a sacred leaf store, but we've got the store down in Rice Village, for example. One of the ladies who runs that store, she is big into yoga. She's big into stretching. She's been a personal trainer. She's got a wellness center in the back of her store, so she can add an extra benefit to her store that with a franchise you wouldn't be able to do. So it's the idea of a franchise, just not with all the guidelines and the formalities, and the formalities that yeah. go with that. Fees. It's a lot more flexible. Correct, I mean, fr franchises were built not to make franchisees money, it's to make the franchisors money. Absolutely. You know, if I was a franchisor and you wanted to open up a store, I'd say, hey, you wanna open up a McDonald's? Well, you're gonna give me 10% of all your sales, you're gonna pay me this fee, this fee, this fee every month. I've seen, there there are companies that have tried to jump in, that they're doing franchises right now, and one of the biggest ones out there, I see, I've seen multiple of their stores with a with a sign up on the wall, on the door when you go to go in there, we're closed. Unfortunately, if you need, if you wanna try our products, give us a call, we'll come to your house. Because they can't afford all the fees, they can't afford their rent, they've, they've gotta pick and choose. Mm. So. Okay, very good. 
Yeah, I've seen a couple of those go out of business. Yeah. They start with the S. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I think it's for somebody. I mean, you two are a lot more entrepreneurial and. Do business, I need to cut that out? <laughs> no. <laughs> business ownership than, than I am as far as my experience goes. But um, I, I think it's. I think it speaks a lot to somebody that starts a business like you have saying, this is how much I care about the people that work for me and that get involved in the business. I'm going to think about a way to do this as owner friendly as I possibly can. Yeah. You know, a lot of our store owners, they've never owned a business before. I've got people that, you know, we have, we have stores that, you know, they're, they're retirees, they're owned by retirees. And that, just that's a lot the of the people that I met here. Yeah. Yeah. They just love the product. And then, and then on the flip side, I have people that are, you know, lawyers and doctors and, and, you know, pharmacists that they've been in this type of environment, but maybe they've never owned their actual own business. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's the cool thing about is, you know, you're probably just like me, Jonathan, you probably have had about 14, 15 LLCs in your life, you know, so we kind of know how to get started and get that stuff going. Not everyone knows how to do that. Right. So, so we help them. Well, that's solid. I, I, I do. I knew very little about your company because I'd seen Jonathan. I know it. I'd heard him talk about it and I'd seen videos. So I knew very little. Mm-hmm. And is he not cool as shit? Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I was going to say. I'm, I'm, I'm real impressed. I'm real impressed with your operation, with your product, um, his knowledge, his education. A- absolutely, because I think I, I think I just need you to say I'm cool as shit. That's that's really what I'm. <laughs> I need a second on that. I second the coolest shit. There we go. Uh, mentioned, but you know, it's it's. I I just like that people that want to, because hey, look, we live in a capitalistic society, and I think it's fantastic because it's competition. It's mm-hmm. it's people that want to. It, when you're in this kind of environment, business wise you always want to do something, things improve yeah. with that. And, but at the same time, I, I can see genuinely that you want to help people, not only your customers, but people that are involved in the business. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think that's uh, cool as shit. So. <laughs> I've, I've been told to raise my fee. I've, I've, I've had lawyers say, this is dumb. You know, you, you can make a lot more money doing this. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. That's your opinion. I'm, I'm going to do it this way. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, yeah. when you walked in, you know, you have a lot of uh, assumptions when you look at somebody. When you walked in, I was thinking that you, I didn't even know you were not from here. Like, I was yeah. thinking that you owned a couple vape shops here locally in Houston. I was like, oh, here, you know. Like, it's it's exceeded expectations as far as when there you're talking about 50 locations and just all this. Like, it's, it's awesome, man. It's awesome what you're doing. Thank He's you, doing man. shit and turning down $50 Ubers. hey that's how you get all that right well i know we're getting to time before we get out of here uh i was hoping that you could tell me uh, a story about a client that is uh you know from any one of your locations that just share a story with us that's a fresh story that's happened in the last three months six months i've heard some from before but uh i I would love to get an updated story on some cool shit you've heard or, or how somebody's life has been changed um you know, we've had uh, we had a lady come in. She she went to the, her doctor, and her doctor told her after multiple tests, she just wasn't feeling a hundred percent. And she came in, and uh, her doctor said, "You know, I'm sorry, we're gonna have to make an appointment at the Mayo Clinic. Um, we have seen signs of cancer, fatty liver tissue around around her liver, and and usually when that happens, it's you're either a, a heavy drinker, which she's not." or it's cancer. And so 
she left and it, when she told me the story, she didn't tell me this when she came in, when she came in the store, I wasn't there, but she didn't tell our staff this. She called me after this next part. She, she came into the store, didn't tell a single family member. She didn't even want to try the product in the store because she was nervous, but she bought a bottle, went home and just started using it. Her appointment for the Mayo Clinic was 27 days later. 27 days later, she went to her doctor appointment at the Mayo Clinic. Her and her family were all stressed out. She went through test after test after test, and she said she went through almost every machine she could think of. And the reason is because every time they went through, they couldn't find anything. And like I've, I was telling you before, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to make any claims. I'm not trying to say that this is the cause, but she didn't change her diet. She didn't change the way she was living. I mean, if anything, she was probably even more stressed and probably even worse off sure. than, than before. But any sign of it, the, the doctor came out and said, we saw your studies before, we saw your tests before, and you've had an issue. It's gone. So whatever you did, it worked. And then right after that, she called our warehouse, and it was like 7.55 in the morning. I'm in there hustling before anybody else walks in. I answer the phone, and she tells me the story. And, I mean, you get... Like I get goosebumps, you know, I'm hearing this and she's just, you know, thanking me. And I'm just like, I, I didn't do it, ma'am. I, I, I pointed you in the right direction. I, I presented the product, but it wasn't me, you know, it's all you. And, and so that's the cool stories that we hear that almost all the time. in the Yes. Yeah. I heard so many when I just went to your thing the other day or last year. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. But just as a side note, you know how my left knee has been bothering me? Yeah. It's not right now. There you go. <laughs> I'm for real. Like I'm on hundred percent. His knee's been bothering him for what, two weeks now? Three weeks, yeah. Three weeks. Yeah, yeah. And like, has it the pain gone away at all? Yeah. Like No, I that, mean before before smoking on this. No. No. It's because you told me it, it's it doesn't hurt hurt. It's just uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable and it's been a constant pain. Correct. That you've had for three weeks. Correct. Uh was it this Monday you went to the doctor or is it next Monday you have a doctor's appointment? Nineteenth. The nineteenth. Yeah. Like this is no bullshit. Yeah. Like his knee's been messing with them for the last couple of weeks. He he was giving me crap. He was like, you know, what if it, what, you know, in the store, sometimes people can think, oh, it's just mental. I'm, I'm here. So maybe I feel better. I, I didn't put anything in his head. I was, I, you know, we were just sitting here bullshitting about and it. And even Correct. if it is mental, the shit don't hurt. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I told him. I said, okay, let's just say it is mental. If it gets you to a point where it's affecting your mentality in relation to a pain or a sickness or whatever, Okay, like you know, I mean, it's it's people, worth it then. People so, pay a lot of money. Straight to up. Good. No, I'm 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 not trying so to in, I'm not trying to add to the drama. Of no, the no, show. no. In I three mean, weeks, I know because you've been at the house. We've been barbecuing. I've had crutches. I've and been all seeing kinds you limping around. Correct. So this is the first time in three weeks your knee hasn't hurt. It it I don't I don't feel the uncomfortableness that I have before. Absolutely. And you've taken a few puffs and you've eaten a couple gummies. I've Did taken you even more eat than a few puffs? <laughs> 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 Rewind, see all the cloud ones. Crying. Correct. Yes. And but I I've, I ate, I ate one of these and I've I've taken I've taken a puff. So. Well, shit. I'm letting you take this home. There you go. You're cured. Woo! Yay! I'm gonna go run a marathon. How now. about that, Melissa? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Melissa is my wife. So, yeah. But no, man, this is good. I, I, I enjoyed. Well, I appreciate you coming on and coming to see us while you're in town. I had all no right. plan to be here. I just happened to. Glad you were. Johnny was like, "Hey, do you want to stick around?" I said, "Yeah, I'll stick around." So I'm glad you did. Me too, man. This is good. I like this. Sacred leaf. Everybody, sacred leaf. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Podcastmarketing.com. This is the grit where we interview entrepreneurs and try to bring aspiring entrepreneurs some good insight to help you further grow your business. Appreciate y'all tuning in, and we will see you on the next one. Peace.